Did everybody go potty? Nope. We're going to do this. Oh my gosh. We're what gonna are you do- doing? You are committing me to 40 what? minutes. What? Of, of, uh, of podcast time. Oh no. With pee in my bladder. I have terrible news. This isn't going to be a 40 minute one. This is going to be a four hour oh. marathon. There's no way we could possibly cover this subject material in 40 <laughs> minutes. So buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, this got this got real. It did. I got I got buckarooed. Uh, you got buckarooed. In this situation. Are you enjoying your beach plum? I am really enjoying my Playa Dorazdo. Playa Durazno. 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 Playa Durazno. Durazno. Agua mineral. Well, con Playa Durazno. Hey yo, <laughs> I like a Durazno. Putting it in a chili pepper song. Uh, I said hey yo. But don't quote me. Don't quote you. It might not be Durazno. <laughs> uh, it's too bad because this is a live podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad that the, the thousands of people are like, uh, she's teaching them the wrong Spanish words. Don't, don't come. Don't uh, come for me. Don't, don't. do it. Uh, you can come for Veronica on our social media <laughs> at <laughs> Veronica at Veronica <laughs> Biofriendly slash Biofriendly. <laughs> yeah, actually, if you guys want to, you know, if maybe you want to come after Veronica, go to Biofriendly. Yeah, you go. To, you go to okay. Add Biofriendly is Twitter. On Twitter. So just add Biofriendly. We own that. We own that. Come we fought long and hard. At Biofriendly and and let and let her have it. Yeah. Or you could go to um, add Biofriendly on Instagram if that's your jam, and you could say, Hey, I want to say something to Veronica. Is it Biofriendly on Instagram too? Yeah. Oh no, it's at Biofriendly Planet. Biofriendly Planet. Then you could also go to the Painless Green, which is our awesome Facebook group, which shares memes and cool stuff there. You could make fun of her there. You could make fun of her there, uh-huh. or you could just go to Biofriendly Planet on Facebook. And make fun of her there. Yeah. There's so many places. Or you could admit that Veronica is the best on the show. That's true. And say she's, you know, she's mm-hmm. trying her best to keep up with these idiots. She is. That's the other thing you could say on the on the, oh, yeah. Uh, on yeah. the socials. I actually was about to say I think we should start maybe like a segment or something like mm-hmm. that where if Veronica gets asked something mm-hmm. on social media, we mm-hmm. have to read it on the show. Okay. As long as it's within decent oh, realms. Is, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's, we're not doxing people. Yeah, we're not doxing people. No, hey, Veronica, I'm saying, could you give my friend's address? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't mean like bad. She's I mean a like real they, jerk. They, like the, here's an example of the question. Hey Veronica, how do you deal with working with these stooges? Well, and, and then you. <laughs> let me Actually, tell I wanna, you. I want to hear that answer. What's the, what, how does she deal with, with well, working with these Let students? me tell you. It's a lot of patience. Patience. <laughs> patience is the game. Patience, patience yeah. is key. And you just have to have a little bit of what they have, too. A little bit of the, of the special something? A little bit of the special something that you both yeah. have. Yeah. One needs to have it as well. Oh, my God. But she doesn't have any gray hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> How's she, she doing this? How's oh, she pulling it off? <laughs> No, trust me. Another year working with us, she's gonna yeah, be. Get there. She's gonna be as white as I Doc think Brown. No, still so young. Veronica's Veronica is young enough that I could be her mother. Yes, I could also be her mother. Yeah, we yeah. could start a sitcom called My Two Moms, where yeah. you and I play the moms. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. We should we should do that. Okay. Should do that. I'm in. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do it. How's everybody doing this lovely day? I'm living the dream. You are living the dream? Oh, yeah. I'm living the nightmare. Oh, what happened? Uh, somebody stole one of my LaCroix. <laughs> oh, God. What flavor? It's beach flow. It was the last one in the fridge. <laughs> God, that's terrible. I can't figure out who it was. 
That's terrible. I can't figure out who would who do, would do that. Who would do this to me? Veronica, do you have any idea? <laughs> no, I have no idea. No clue. No clue. Well, one of Yesterday, these days. Yesterday, yeah. somebody also stole one of your bubbly cherries. They did. Uh-huh. We There is a thief. <laughs> I know there that for is a fact. a thief in the bio-friendly offices, you guys. <laughs> I know this for a fact. I'm going to put out an APB. Yeah. yeah. What, what does that stand for? All uh, points bulletin. All points bulletin. Uh-huh. I thought it was like apples. America peas blue. You beat me to it. I'm going to put out an America peas blue. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I, uh, I, I don't have much to report. Be honest. All right. I've <laughs> never felt more alive. <laughs> more alive? No, you want to know? It's funny. I, you can see my water if you watch uh, Listener, if you're mm-hmm. not watching. Listener. Listener. Mm-hmm. Um, I poured my coffee in my glass on accident this morning, and so there's a little milk. I tried to rinse it, but you can see my water's a little, little, little cloudy, and it's because I wasn't thinking, and I had my mug, and I had a little bit of coffee, and I poured it in my glass. <laughs> you poured coffee in it? Was it hot? Yeah, it's still warm, warm. Wow. I'm glad it didn't shatter, yeah, that's but I was like, wasn't paying attention, and I not just, a very thick glass. No, it's not a very thick glass, and uh, oh. I just was wasn't paying attention because yeah. I was just I was grinding. You're grinding, and I was like pouring coffee, and then I was like, oh no, 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 that's the wrong container. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so oh. that's that's about where that kind of sums up my day. I'm so focused that I'm willing to shatter glass <laughs> to get the th- get the work done. That's- <laughs> I spent this morning talking to one of America's great scientists. Did Doc, you really? Dr. Colin Hill. I Dr. sure did. Dr. Colin Hill. I sure did. I love it. It was nice. It's yeah. a good conversation. Informative. Yeah, a, lot of, a, lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff being worked out in the biofriendly labs at the moment. So I it's love it. It's going to be fun. I like to imagine that we're you guys- save the planet. You had lab coats on and you were looking at beakers and yeah. it was like, this is the formula. Yeah, don't is- touch that. There was a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that. We're going to put this brain yeah. into the body of an aardvark. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something like that. Well, you know, if you, if you have properly trained aardvarks, they yeah. can make a big difference. If you can get an environmentally conscious brain into an aardvark, yes. the world will become a better place. Unfortunately, we used Abby Normal brain. Oh, no! Yeah. <laughs> you gave me... me. You put, put an abnormal brain? You put an abnormal brain inside of the body of a 300-pound gorilla. Or I think it's 800-pound. It's, it's 800 like 800-pound gorilla? Yeah. Yeah. That's young Frankenstein. For, for those you. of you who have not watched it, watch it. Watch it, it. Is, it is... Uh, I don't. It's 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 unusual in a Mel Brooks film in that yeah. it's not. Um, it's like, like a lot of Mel Brooks's comedy is very cutting edge and, yeah. and like I, I would say undoable today. Yeah, probably because of, because of how how free it was with with just the jokes. Yeah, the jokes could fly. But that one was a little more. I don't want to say reserved because it's still insane. It's insane, but it's like you could tell that Mel Brooks grew up watching like. You know, Frankenstein versus the mummy or Dracula or whatever. He saw mm-hmm. these old movies and he was like, I want to do one of those. Mm-hmm. I want to do like my take on it. So it's mm-hmm. all black and white. It's got Gene Wilder. It's got Peter Boyle as Gene as Wilder helped him write it. Yeah, that's right. Gene Wilder's a killer writer. And so that's probably why it's a little bit on the less cutting edge yeah. because Gene didn't have the same sensibilities yeah, in terms of comedy. Yeah. Well, I think I think you're right. I think Mel Brooks liked to push that envelope as far as possible. Yeah. And, yeah, and Gene would be in the writer's room, just going. Jay would be like, "We don't, we don't have to crack." Work. It. Yeah. <laughs> he's more, uh, he more maybe he's more Seinfeldish in like his his theory of, yeah. of comedy. Although Gene Wilder also was such a physical comedian. He was, he was. Like he was. the stuff he did with his body was pretty, pretty awesome. I loved him. Yeah, I loved uh, him with all my heart. He truly, he truly was. I, I, I think he might be my favorite. I mean, I, yeah. like honestly, like he's someone when I was a kid, I looked, I looked up to and just thought this guy is, yeah. this guy is it. This guy is as good as it gets. Let's, let's, uh, let's yeah. wear t-shirts with his face on it. I'm in. 
and say it's all about the good genes. It's all about the good <laughs> genes. <laughs> yeah, forget or, those or, bad genes. Or go. We gotta find an awful gene. An awful gene. And then put and them have, in the back and, and say, not gene. this gene. Who's a bad gene? I don't know. But, or, you, or you could have the shirt say, go wild." You could also put Eugene Levy on the front of that, oh, too, yeah. and say it's all about the good genes. It's all about the good genes. Yeah. And have Eugene Levy, uh-huh. have Gene Wilder, uh, Billie Jean King. Billie no. Jean King. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Eugene O'Neill. Eugene O'Neill. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not a lot of genes. No, there's no, we need more genes. More genes. Hey, yeah. parents. There's a gene shortage. There's a gene shortage. <laughs> we don't mean the garment. Have children and name them Gene. Name them Gene. Male or female, doesn't matter. It's one of those great names that can go with anyone. I think so. Or uh, or not or neither. Or can, yeah. I'm sure that that a uh, uh, what is there? There's not a ter- just a, a term for like the, if you're not male or female. What's the one? Is oh, it just androgynous, like androgynous. an androgynous name, right? Like yeah, it's, but is that the what? Is that what is socially? I don't. I know don't what the know proper... what the you mean in the middle of the road like, yeah, like a name could be male or female. If you're identifying as a they, you could oh. still be a gene. Um, yeah, but yeah. is that do I just say he, she? I mean, the males, yeah. females, and you say all, all. Just say name your kid, all. Gene. All. It's a good way. It's a good middle name because it's like it could go either way. I've met female genes and I met male genes. I, it's a great name. Yeah, it's a great name. It's been decided, and I just don't think that we should allow for one second this world to continue without more genes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Court adjourned. <laughs> now we're going to get into it. Okay. Have we had enough shenanigans? Okay. Oh, if only I could get to the bottom of who uh, whatever, stole that LaCroix. Whatever this drink is, it is fabulous. It is so I don't delicious. know whose this was or where I got it or how it ended up here, but it is so good. What does LaCroix mean? I don't know. <laughs> That sounds like it's it's, great. I don't recognize that name. Whatever it is, it's great. Uh, It sounds similar to my LaCroix, but Mm -hmm. it can't possibly be. Because you wouldn't be the culprit. Beach plum flavor? No, I had Playa... Playa de Rosno? (laughs) De Rosno. So yours is different. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So Noel is the one who clued me in on this story. And I said, I said, I think that this is worthy of a podcast discussion. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Why? We could be on the precipice of... um, of, a, of a, a, a scientific war. What? There could be a scientific war. This is probably the most Are we already kind of in a scientific war? I yeah. feel like I feel yeah. like science is, is in the middle of just... Yeah, but the, our normal war is between science and the people. This is right. between scientists. Science and science? Scientific war. Science and science. Oh, God. Okay, you this ready? This is serious. So they the, both know how to make bombs. Exactly, yeah. and they're both very smart, and yeah. so the arguments are very well-spoken and well-said and articulated, and everybody in the room is the smartest guy in the room, and so it's never going to end. How complicated when everybody in the room is the smartest right? guy in the room. Right, and, and gal. What? All of them. <laughs> smartest guy in the room. You're telling me gal. jeans in this room? Jeans in the room. <laughs> jeans in the room. Oh, my God. So scientists plan the resurrection of an animal that's been extinct since 1936. And I would love to be surprised and tell you that I don't know what this animal is. But yes. there's two reasons why I know what this animal is. One, because I know exactly just because yeah. of where I come from, right. which animal went extinct that was yes. famous in 1936. But also, I sent you the article, so you I'm did. cheating. So it is yeah. the Tasmanian tiger. Yes. Not to be confused with the Tasmanian devil. No. Different. That guy's a real stinker. And that guy's still alive. Yeah. They're still out there. They, they are endangered, but they still exist. The Tasmanian devil, we're working yeah. to try to save them. Yeah. Tasmanian but, devils go, but, but Tasmanian tigers yeah. just go, and, yes. <laughs> well, okay, so the biggest way to describe the difference is a Tasmanian devil is kind of like, uh, it's like a, 
like a small dog. Yeah, it looks or, kind of a dog or like a like a big mole. Yeah, uh, but but like a, it's got kind of sharp teeth, hyena qualities, hyena to qualities it. to it. Definitely, yeah. like you know, uh, the Tasmanian devil is more like more like that. Yeah. The Tasmanian tiger is not actually a tiger, except that it has stripes. Yeah. Sometimes they get a lot and have stripes. It actually is also dog like. It's more like a coyote. Right, like right, a, like right. a coyote, except um, except a little bit larger. Yeah, and it has a retractable jaw, so like its jaw opens super big. Oh my god! And it has like kind of larger teeth, not as big as a, like like a saber tooth tiger or anything, yeah. but like almost like a tiger, where it has larger teeth on the bottom of the top. So when it opens its mouth, yeah, it looks like a like an alien monster, but right. it, it's really an interesting. Yeah. Friggin' animal. Yeah. And it's a marsupial, so it holds, just like uh, kangaroos, it holds its babies in a pouch. No surprise. Yet another marsupial <laughs> from Australia. <laughs> you and your marsupials all day, every day. No, 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 but it's true. But they were extinct. Yeah, the last one died in captivity in 1936. 1936. And so, just so, uh, almost 100 years, not quite yet, after extinction, the Tasmanian tiger may live once again. Mm-hmm. Scientists want to resurrect the striped carnivorous marsupial, it yeah. says, just yeah. as Noel described. Officially known as a thylacine. Thylacine? Is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. Thylacine? Yeah. I, for once, pronounced a word correct the first. A thylacine. Nailed it. Yeah. Which used to roam the Australian bush. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ambitious project will harness advances in genetics, ancient DNA retrieval, and artificial reproduction to bring back the animal. So once Noel sent me this, I was like, okay, this is amazing, okay? But we've covered a subject close to this about three years ago on this very podcast. Mm-hmm. On a night just like tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We have seen this story that before. Was th- light, that was lightning, yeah. th- in case anyone... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. We're sorry, gonna, sorry. We're going to turn this into a radio play. <laughs> and then I walked down the, the hallway. <laughs> there was gum on my shoe. <laughs> I opened the door. And there, there before me was a thylacine. <laughs> See? We got you guys. We're crushing it right now. So we on this very podcast talked about how scientists in 2019, their articles coming into the news. It said scientists. Veronica's trying to gain her composure over there after our radio play. Well, it was a good radio play. I I mean, I up top. Who who could keep their composure after that engaging radio play? Um, we talked about how scientists, it was all over the news and it actually was in the news for 2019, 2020. It was like, scientists are going to bring back the woolly mammoth. The woolly mammoth. That was yes. a great episode. It was a great episode. It was one of our best, best pieces of Absolutely. Work. And they were talking about how obviously it can't be a woolly mammoth, but we could take what we have remaining of their DNA and we could, we could basically create this embryo and then have it give into, it has to be in a mother, right? It has, it has to, to be, be in caring. a mother and we don't have a mother. We don't have a mother. Because they're extinct. Exactly. So we can right. put it in this Asian elephant and the Asian elephant will Closest give, ancestors. carry this embryo yeah. that's yep. based on that. So we'll basically create a new species that is close to the woolly mammoth. And they were doing right. this because And they, then the idea was you could, sorry. Do you no, start, no, go on. That go you on. then, you create a few of you create some of them, like yes. a herd of them this way. Yes. And that basically that these are all half woolly mammoths. Yes. Right. And that if you get those half woolly mammoths to yeah. then breed with each other. Right. Eventually they would breed out the Asian elephant aspect and yeah. become almost entirely woolly mammoths. Yeah. And then you'd have, you'd have woolly mammoths back. Yeah. 
that was the that was the idea. And then the idea was there was this area where the woolly mammoths they're they're stomping around on this ice tundra. If they were to be there again, it would help revitalize the environment. It would really help these things if these species were back. Mm-hmm. So when Noel sent me this, I was like, and okay. those tusks would be so good for ivory. They pianos. would be great. Exactly. What we would do is you and I would start big game hunting. <laughs> exactly. The woolly mammoths. Uh, you need a need a bigger than an elephant gun. You oh, need yeah. a mammoth gun. Yeah. Exactly. Which has an even bigger trumpet bell at the end when you fire it to, to murder all the all the mammoths yeah. that we just created. Yes, so that we could have their lovely sweet tusks. If there's one thing that science can count on, and pianos, we will take out every and billiard balls. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make billiard balls out of? That used to be the only way they could do it. Oh my god! One of the wonderful things about about plastic, yeah. and one of the reasons why why it was considered this revolutionary environmental invention, is because right. you you could use that to create. Something that like that you yeah. didn't you didn't have to kill animals for that so like it's yeah. a plastic based like heavy ball that they use now. Well, for. maybe they could genetically modify the new woolly mammoths to have plastic tusks. Now we're talking. <laughs> we can kill them for their plastic tusks. Oh, oh wait, god. did I miss it? Oh my god! <laughs> no, so, we don't actually need we don't need no. ivory anymore. The, yeah. the fact that it's even a thing is is kind of yeah. This was a tongue in cheek, terrible joke. Terrible joke. But a moment to let to remember that it's a bad idea. To to buy ivory artwork, no matter how valuable or wonderful or historic yeah. it might be, yeah, let's not encourage that market to go any further, yeah, because there is no reason for it. We have better materials, right, to make the same thing. Yes, you don't. We don't. It's we're not. It, you're killing an, an entire animal for just to get that one, one thing. part of the animal. Right. It's right. a. It's an awful, yes. horrible, horrible thing to do, and it's causing. Elephants Agreed. to go to become endangered. So we were kidding. So stop wo- that. Woolly mammoths come back with their ivory tusks. Yes. Don't hunt them down. Right. We, we use the joke to highlight how how, how yes, horrible. We were using our platform our to platform, poke fun. Poking satire. Satire is what it's called, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're satirical. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you just realize you were drinking something that belonged to somebody else? I was not. Okay. I was not. I just there was something. It was a bee, and I threw the bee off of the desk. It okay. was not a can of okay. Lacroix. Sounded like an aluminum can. It was the... not. I did not take your can of Lacroix. Uh, okay. Do you think right. that there's any water in that fridge? Because if because if this pee is gonna come, it should come in a flood. It should. Yeah. It should. If this is a four-hour podcast, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry, Veronica. If you said on the mic, I'll be right back. That would be great. I'll be right back. That was that was it. Sorry, were we talking about something? So we were talking about this yeah. this thing, but this is where it led me. So we're we're talking about bringing this thing back, and then I thought about the woolly mammoth thing, and then it opened up, and this is where we begin encroaching upon our war. Okay. I mean, Noel, can you can you reach your arm forward? You don't want to be in the shot. Just the arm. Ronnie doesn't want to be in the shot. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. You're awesome. So this is the next article. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I gotta make sure. I'm I sorry. This is the this is the hard thing about when you print up your articles. Yeah, yeah. Last time I okay. Well, we didn't finish the the the. Oh, you want me to read more about early the early one? Did did, did we thylacine? The, yeah. Thylacine. Yeah. Let me. Okay. So the project involves several complicated steps that incorporated cutting-edge science and technology, such as gene editing and building artificial wombs. First, the team will construct a detailed genome of the extinct animal and compare it with that of its closest living relative, a mouse-sized carnivorous marsupial called the fat-tailed dunnard. 
Isn't that right? Isn't that wild? I love that. Yeah, the fat tail yeah. dunnert to identify the differences. I've never heard of a dunnert before. Mm. They're, um, in, they're in Australia only. Yeah, but, yeah. I, you know, I, I think we're being a little critical of their tail. I mean, their tail might be the right size for them. Calling well, it a fat tail is not. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, could be just a tail we should, dunnert. We should, we should probably be more accepting. Yeah. We should okay. probably be more tolerant. I think yeah. that that was probably a thoughtless, thoughtless A thoughtless name. name. It should just yeah. be a, ta- a tailed dunnert. Yeah, now, now, but what about uh, dunnerts that have smaller tails? Like uh, uh, a um, a uh, <laughs> um, a dunner a dunner okay dunner and a tail dunner okay <laughs> let it be known <laughs> these animals have been renamed okay so the team once the team has successfully programmed a cell they said the stem cell and reproductive techniques involving dunnerts and surrogates would turn that cell back into a living animal so this is exactly what we. Have it's kind of more Jurassic Parky a little bit, right? And this like, is why I'm talking about the science war. Yeah, because because the the what we were talking about with the mammoths was okay. While while also wild and scientific, it's less it's less Jurassic Parky. Right. So what right. I mean by Jurassic Parky is if you remember that the the classic book novel yeah. by Michael Crichton, with yes. film made by Steven Spielberg. Yes. It's turned into this hit series. Hit. Mm-hmm. hit Hit franchise. Franchise. That's the word you're really Thank yeah. you. Yeah. God, the brain is, mm-hmm. it's got cobwebs in it. Well, it's because it's late. It's late. It's late in the day. Well, I usually do this first thing. First thing when in my brain's working. sharp, but in the, the afternoon. The later it goes, the dumber I become. Yeah, especially after we lunch. We all know this. If we eat, that's yeah, the problem. I just is, had yeah. lunch like yeah. a flipping dolt. Like a fat-tailed dunnard. Like a fat-tailed dunnard. <laughs> and I'm not taking that out of the name for no. you. You should bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> a bleep-tailed dunnard. Okay, I will. Wouldn't that be a nice yeah. misunderstanding? Yeah, Especially if you leave the F in there. They'd be like, <laughs> the bleep-tailed dunnard. <laughs> we can call that species that. So yeah, anyway. Uh, no, I was saying. A franchise Jurassic Park. Franchise Jurassic Park. The, yeah. the concept behind that was that the you get from a, 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 a an amber-covered mosquito from the... Know, Jurassic period. Right, right. Get you a get, dinosaur. You get, you're able to extract blood from a dinosaur and then fill in the holes in the DNA from that blood with modern animals that might be able to fill in right. the hole. Right. And then you, and then you create with the DNA directly a, you know, a dinosaur. dinosaur. Okay. Yeah. That's different than the idea, which is the mammoth idea is more like cloning. Yes. It's yes. taking something, it's taking the, the cells from something that exists and you do the same thing as they did with the clone sheep dolly. Back in, 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 what is it, Scotland, I think they did that? But anyway, they, they, mm-hmm. they cloned a sheep, right? So it's the same concept, except you're doing that with a mammoth. So that's, that's cloning. Yeah. In this case, we're talking about, about, uh, about creating, you know, like straight from the DNA yes. and then splicing in parts of DNA that they're missing from the, the closest living relative and comparing what they have to that and then actually then recreating it yeah. in a lab. Yes. Yeah, with an artificial womb, not yeah, like yeah. in a, in an animal. So it's a, so it's an interesting thing because it's it's actually very different. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And also, before we leave them, I, sh- I should say a, oh. a quick point. Did you have something from the about, article that about I the missed? about about the uh, the poor Tasmanian tiger and, yeah. it's, and how it ended up not existing? Oh, is, oh, about the backstory on why it became extinct. Well, how it became extinct. Share that right? part. Yeah. So when yeah. when uh, when the Aussies moved down to Tasmania, they they saw this like kind of frightening looking yeah. dog yeah. that scared the crap out of them that, that acted a lot like a coyote. It would eat the small, it would eat small animals. It would eat, you know, if, look, if you left your kid out, just like yeah. a coyote would, it'll, it'll nab it. It'll take it, right? Yeah. Um, they act kind of the same way, right? And, and so they also would, would get into, you know, they get into the, the, the agriculture, the planting. They, I mean, they were kind of a, like what they would consider a pest. A pest, right? rodent. And instead of dealing with it, you know, in such a way that you can just kind of keep it out and discourage it from going where you don't want it to go. Mm. They just shot 
yeah. all of them. They just yeah. killed them. And mm. so Ozzy's murdered basically the entire species. It sounds like you're, you, you often highlight the fact that Australians murdered a lot of uh, environmental things we and did. animals and stuff. So, we did. So I just want to send that point home. Yeah. Way to go, Australia. I just think that there, there's a couple things you got to, you got to, it's a good lesson for the rest of the, the world is right. that when you make these mistakes, most people realize it was a mistake. Yeah. I, you, you do. You usually look back and you go like, oh my God we did that. Right. And then you learn and you get better and then you become kind of more conscious about what that is and it changes you. Mm-hmm. And in Australia and, and, you know, New Zealand have done, it's the same in New Zealand. Like down there, they pretty much, they kind of realize that they screwed a lot of things up that way and they're very environmentally conscious. Yeah. Because they so, learned their lesson. Yeah. And I, I think that, that America's on the way too. Uh, yeah. And I think that, that everyone else will kind of get there. Unfortunately, some folks are behind China and India are making a lot of big environmental mistakes at the moment. But they'll realize it and they'll get there. And then, our, you know, what we try to do now is just to help the process along, see if we can speed it up a little bit. Speed it up. So listen to the Biofriendly Podcast. And then you'll fix the everything because that's what we're doing. Yep. The last thylacine's uh, name, the one living in captivity, was Benjamin. Yeah. I just wanted to Very share that. Very popular name down there. Yeah, Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin. So yeah. Um, a moment. Ben, lots lots of Bens in Australia. Thinking about Benjamin. Yeah. Benjamin living you in captivity. You know, if captivity. I had a second son, his name would have been Ben. Really? Uh-huh. I like the name Ben. Yeah, Talia liked that name for different reasons, and I did like we love that name. So it was Ben was going to be the name. Oh, and if we had another daughter, her name was going to be Lindy. Uh, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. And then if you had uh, if if Ben then grew up and had a nephew, he'd be Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben, that'd be great. Yep. With great power comes great responsibility. And sometimes I call my son, whose name is Owen. I call him Obi. So it tells you how obsessed I am you with the Star like Wars. a little Obi Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. More like, Obo than Obi, but I do call him Obi. I do it, it is kind of funny when you think about this now, because I think I'm a huge Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. obviously. And you think about that Obi-Wan mm-hmm. is like a, such a cool name. But if you just call that character by his name Ben, yeah. it's kind of hilarious in that universe. Yeah. Because you're like... Ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to, you know, I mean, Luke's also a very normal name, but it's just funny because everything else kind of seems of the Star Wars universe. Right. But then there's just Ben. It's like well, having what? a guy in the universe named Mike, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, hey, Mike, put the lightsaber down, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I actually think that, that they made, they missed an opportunity with, uh, with, 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 like in Star Wars with, mm-hmm. uh, with naming them, having, having the mom name them. Really, I do because I always thought that you, you've got you know uh, the parents are named Owen and well Veru's not that normal yeah. of a name but they're, yeah. the names on Tatooine are more sorry we're going to say like just pedestrian, Star Wars pedestrian more, like you like get you get out into names. the and into the outer reaches and people mm. just have kind of more normal names yeah but you get into the city where everyone's all well hip and with it and cool and you've got Obi Wan and yeah. Qui Gon yeah yeah you got these funky weird, names yeah you got these weird ass names yeah yeah so I I kind of always thought that Luke was named by his. By his foster parents. Yeah, and that would by be Owen and Veru, and yeah. they named him. Yeah, but right? and that Leia they, they is messed kind it of up a, though, didn't yeah. they? They yeah. they had it be like Luke. Yeah, Leia. and Leia sounds regal, right? Yeah, Leia so you does think that regal. Leia would have been married named by her foster parents, who yeah. are both royalty. Yeah, I'm just saying. Just saying. I'm not saying that George Lucas screwed up his whole movie, <laughs> but I am saying that he screwed up his whole movie. Noel has some notes, George. I have notes. I uh, love the I love uh, the movies. I, I love the movies. I know. I Not know. the new ones, but I love the old movies. Yes, yeah. yes. If you want to hear how much Noel doesn't like the new movies, so go back to Christmas. Podcast. 
It's on Christmas of 2020, and then again we circle back with it on yeah. Christmas 2021. It's because Sean comes on the show. Sean comes, and on he the talks show. about you know different movies. shows and movies and things. And I just get all hopped uh, when up. You get I into get so Star Wars, up. you get so hopped. Will up. you give me all that candy canes and chocolate? And he I just gets, he has the Christmas <laughs> spirit coursing through his veins, and then you'd say Star Wars, and he just he uh, uh, lose unravels. It. I lose it. So what are we talking about? <laughs> so we have the Tasmanian <laughs> Devil named you know I mean Tasmanian sorry Tasmanian Tiger. 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 Yeah. They're bringing back thylacine. So he sent me this article. It's about that situation that we knew about the woolly mammoths. So then I started to dig a little deeper, and this is where we're talking about the war on science, because some of these things I started to, to, I mean, war between scientists. This is where I started to see that there's clearly a defining line between the two different people working in this direction. Okay. Okay. So bringing back the woolly mammoth and other extinct creatures may be impossible, is what this article says. says, Capturing enough of an extinct, uh, extinct rat's genome to recreate it turned out to be harder than scientists thought. Hmm. Okay, an extinct rat one I can't say that word right. An extinct rat mm. that once lived on an island in the Indian Ocean may have put the kibosh on scientists' dreams of resurrecting more famous extinct animals mm. like the woolly mammoth. The Christmas Island rat disappeared just over 100 years ago, but researchers now say even its detailed genome isn't complete enough to bring it back to life. So, this is another so there's been a whole bunch of these creatures that they're talking about bringing back from extinction. Uh-huh. This entire movement is called de-extinction. Okay. So that's the, that's, so it's funny because when I started searching this subject, if you type in de-extinction, mm-hmm. this is where it goes crazy out there. It goes nuts. Be, yeah, because what's been going on is there's been this group that's uh-huh. come along uh-huh. and they're called, what's the name of it? Colossal. 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 Okay. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not dissing you, Colossal, but this sounds like a movie. This company, Colossal, is yeah. the one that's been gaining millions and millions and millions of dollars on investments of recreating species. And this guy that wrote this article that I read here, it literally sounds like it's Jeff Goldblum at the table. As Ian Dr- Malcolm. Yes, as Ian Malcolm in okay. Jurassic Park. And he's just saying, we are getting into some stuff that you guys are going to regret. And you, I want to, I'm going to read. You went about it because yeah. you, you thought you, you, you could, but you, you never <laughs> took the moment to ask you if you should. Exactly. I read this and I was like, this guy is, is, is like trying to warn us and saying, look, you're going around uh, and you're saying, uh, 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 I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, uh, <laughs> so it says, it says de-extinction, humanity's triumph or a colossal mistake. He's flat out. Using, the using name, their name against the them. name against them. It says, it seems some very powerful Ooh. and influential scientists have not heard the phrase, don't count your chickens before they hatch. As scientists from the University of Melbourne, 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 sorry, let's yeah, pronounce University it of Melbourne, Thank you. and the American biotech firm Colossal have added yet another extinct species to the Yeti, list. Yeti, another extinct species. Yeti, <laughs> they're bringing back Yetis. A list of colossal plants to de-extinct the thylacine, more commonly uh-huh. known as the Tasmanian tiger. So this, this is what made this guy go, people. People. I've written about colossal before, he says. The Texas-based biotech company that made a splash in the papers yeah. with its ambitious... And this is in first person? Yeah. Okay, you got to try it. You got oh, to try it. Do, do, try it, Ian. Okay, okay, okay best do a little bit. Uh, uh, it doesn't uh, have to be uh, 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 great, but okay, just okay. Uh, 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 try it. Uh, I've written about Colossal before. Uh, the Texas-based biotech company that made a splash in the papers with its with its ambitious, um, re insane uh, proposal to resurrect woolly mammoths via gene editing Asian elephants, uh, then reintroduce them to their original. Uh, habitat range. 
That's that really good. Is it good there? You're is it good there? Okay, you are good. Crushing it. Okay. Their stated goal for doing so was that the mammoth's effect on the environment would um, 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 would theoretically restore the mammoth step biome, which died out with its woolly namesake. They argue that that that, that restoring this habitat would help restore permafrost and fight climate change. A likely story. <laughs> a likely story. <laughs> and he says, I've said, I'm going to... Uh, go ahead. Okay. So you did great. Okay, okay. I've great. said it before and I'll say it again. Reintroducing mammoths back to their home after so long is likely to do more harm than good. Mm. It wouldn't be the first time humans have introduced a foreign species to solve a problem, only to make things worse. Mm-hmm. The Asian carp and cane toad invasions come to mind. Mm-hmm. Australia is still covered with cane toads. Really? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know much about that. He references, and I didn't have time to research deeper. This but is the whole idea of you've got, you've got a, uh, so you, you accidentally introduce, a, you know, the wrong insect, and then yeah. you've got to kill the wrong insect, so you introduce the wrong frog, and then yeah. you've got to kill the frog, so you introduce the wrong uh, rabbit, and then you got to yeah. kill the rabbit, so you introduce the, and then you just go down the chain until you just, you have now. Yeah. All of these different random species just freaking eating everything. Right. And so it's yeah. dangerous because you're messing with, so as much as humans and uh, we have affected the world that is around us, the step forward, this goes on to say, you know, to take an environment and say, I know what we'll do. We'll bring back a species that died out. He's like, you know, it's one thing to go 100 years ago, but it's another thing to go 4,000 years ago. You're running the risk of, creating something that cannot be in that environment without causing this domino effect of damage like you just talked mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, right that mm-hmm. that you you're bringing in you know a different species you, so, yeah yeah you spent so much time wondering if, <laughs> if you, you if you could <laughs> uh, that, that you never bothered to ask if you should exactly exactly <laughs> and i know that what i'm reading here is more of it's more of like a think piece you know what i mean this isn't like a guy just writing an article about the news he's sharing his full on you know, feelings on it. But as I read it, I was like, it is worth saying they're all getting very gung ho about it. Now, thankfully there's articles coming out and they're going, there's scientists that are going, it seems like a pipe dream. It seems like we're, we're so far away, like within, you know, our lifetime, maybe we'll see it. And then there's others that are saying by the end of this decade, we will have done it. We've already cloned one. It didn't live long, but you know, whatever, there's things like that that are happening. But I think it's worth just stopping and looking at the situation and saying how much are we going to let Colossal start creating species? And that's what made me feel like we we're looking at a we're real life Jurassic Park, that it was the real deal. Well, here. let me let me tell you something. Okay. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. I would love to say that that we could have a, a really compelling argument to stop it, and we do. Yeah. yeah. And and I, I personally think that if something has gone extinct, that's because of the rule of Darwin. And yeah, yeah. If humanity was to disappear, then we should disappear, right? right like it's right, like right. you you think something survives because it survives. Right, that's right. it. The I only, agree. The only rule in the game that we live in is survive. That's yeah. it. Everything else is is extra. That's just like sub games. Yeah. The number one rule of the game is survive. And if you fail to do that, you're done. You lose. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. Now, so that that's my kind of general feeling on it. I think dinosaurs. You know, they, they, it would be would it be cool to see one? Yeah, sure. But um, yeah. but. They, they're extinct for a reason. Right. There, there's a reason they're gone. And, and they would probably struggle to survive today for some reason as well. Yeah. And I think that the woolly mammoth would also struggle to survive today if we brought it back. Yeah. I think that the, the thylacine was already, it was already sequestered to one small island off the coast of another 
completely like on its own island. Yes. Right. Yeah. So like it was in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And probably going to die off at some point anyway. I don't think we should have sped it up. I don't think having a bunch of humans shooting him was good. But yeah, that, look, this is this is how it goes. This is this is the way it works. Like mm-hmm. things evolve, and they either survive or they don't. Yeah. So I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily agree with bringing him back. But we're definitely going to do it, and we're de- because it's it is the Jurassic Park question that Jeff Goldblum keeps asking. Like yeah. the, the sci- I think in science there are. There are the scientists who look at it and they say, well, what's, you know, why did this happen and what, what's the point of it and should we be doing it and whatever, right? Yeah. But the problem is most people who go into that field, uh, the, the reason that they follow the scientific method is because they're insanely curious. Yeah, it's and that, true. And that curiosity, it, it leads them to like, I want to figure out the answer. And the best way for me to figure out the answer is to use this method and therefore they become a scientist. Yeah. And in that process, that curiosity leads them to more and more answers, which gets them more and more curious, which then leads to more and more. And they just, they can't stop it. They, they can't, it's not in their nature. They were, they have evolved. Yeah. These, you know, the, that type of person has evolved to be so insanely curious that they will do it. Yeah. No matter what you say. They'll right. find a way to do it no matter what you say. I mean, look at, and this is maybe a hot button topic, a third rail topic a little bit, but there's a lot of questions about what was the, you know, did the did the, the COVID come from a lab or not? Right, 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 right. Yeah. So the whole reason that that is even a question is because because we were absolutely doing that kind of research where the idea was let's understand what viruses can become. Let's understand what a virus is. Let's understand if we change it, can it be more dangerous? If it's more dangerous, can we come up with a cure for, for it before it, it exists? Right. Right? Like, so, so there's... There is a there there is a noble thought usually behind everything in science, including nuclear the nuclear bomb. <laughs> like yeah, there's yeah, a noble yeah. thought behind all of it. Okay, yeah. um, and then a mistake is made, and when the mistake is made, things go bananas. Right yeah. now, I think that most people would agree that if it's going to result in more pandemics, let's stop doing this kind of research. Yeah, but there, we're never even if even if we officially stopped doing that kind of research, scientists would still do that research because they can't help it. They can't help but They're, test they and have be to curious. Know. They yeah. have to know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's true. And this, he goes on to say in this, he's like, look, I'm not as concerned about the Tasmanian tiger as I am about the mammoth. He's like, because the, the Tasmanian tiger hasn't been gone that long. The environment was small. It's not that, you know, it's, it's, it's a very small thing. But he's like, we're, if we're talking about bringing something that has been gone for thousands and thousands of years, he goes, we're just beginning to roll the dice with how the earth has turned out for humanity and species. And so in, again, colossal don't, don't sue me. I'm not saying you guys are in the wrong. It's just uh, interesting because there is a lot of buzz around de-extinction. If you type in, if you go to your computers after the show and you type in de-extinction, you're going to see so many articles that say de-extinction, the the solution to fix our environment to another one that'll say de-extinction have we gone too far de-extinction you know the dangers of this so people are very torn on which direction we go with this like how how do we mess with it but once you open this door up i think you're right you can't stop it from happening you're not going we're not going to there's nothing because even if you legally said you can't do it they'd find a place they'd find find a a way they would find a way because the curiosity it's like a it's like it's like an addiction to a drug. Yeah, yeah. They can't, you, like, they, the really great scientists will find the answer. They'll figure out if it can be done. Yeah. And they'll write, they'll document it so other people can do it too. Yeah. They will, like, that's how, that's, 
that kind of curiosity, it's a different, it's just a different level. It's like, it's like when you watch those elite level athletes do things that you're like, how on earth could a human ever, ever do that? Yeah. You, you just put that kind of level of, of, of incredible yeah. into a different area. And it's the area of this, this curiosity to mind. And that's what you get in, in these kinds of scientists. And yeah. they're not, they're not going to, it's like, they're not yeah. going to pick, you're not going to stop Michael Jordan from picking up a basketball. Exactly. I'm sorry. You're not going to do it. He's going to find a basketball. He's going to find, he's going to do it. Yeah. Because, because that's what he built, was built to do. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't, I don't think we're going to stop it no matter what they, what they, what someone might want. And if it's not colossal, it'll be someone else. It'll be someone else. But here's my demand. Are you ready? Yeah. I, I, I carry a lot of, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but, but we here at the BioFriendly Podcast, Noel and I are very powerful in the environmental community and what we say uh, needs to be heated. Okay, you need to listen to our words. We carry a lot of clout, and no one more so than Veronica. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna, she I'm gonna, the cloutiest of us, cloutiest. All. I'm gonna flex my clout right now, and what? I'm gonna say, here's what I'm gonna say. Okay, you ready? You ready for this clout to be dropped? <laughs> Go on, do your testing, do it, do not make it illegal, do, do not. it, do it, but be transparent mm. and let us know what's going on and what you're thinking, and make sure that the brightest minds around you are also in the room going. I don't think you should put that species in that environment because it's dangerous. Let those people talk about it with you and let it be a, a conversation that's said in a very transparent, open way, not in the shadows. So your example of we were doing virus text testing, possibly, and that's mm-hmm. debatable. You know, well, like, we were doing the virus we were, testing. We just don't happening. know if we were doing it there. Well, no, we do know it was, we were doing it there. Yeah. We just don't know if it if they l- accidentally let it out. Yes. That's the, that's the debate. And there's probably a lot of like a little bit of hush hush, a little bit of secret stuff going on in these places. You know, I think cause we weren't Bro. supposed to be doing it here. And right. so if it using, it was, if it was using our funding, which it was, then there's obviously some sensitivity. There's a lot of sensitivity. Right. There's a lot of people with badges that go to different levels, like in the Pentagon and whatnot. And so it, sure. when it comes to testing our environment and whether or not you're going to recreate with DNA, um, a new species or an extinct species yeah. and, and bring back a lot of things that aren't alive and have been gone for a long time. Just talk to us about it. That's my, that's my demand. Just, just be transparent. Just be like, Hey guys, we were thinking about doing this. And then just be like, a show of hands, show of hands. Who wants to have a woolly mammoth back? And if there's not a lot of support for it, then don't, don't bring the woolly mammoth back. That's my demand. Is that unreasonable? I mean, you you have flexed. You you <laughs> you have power. We've just established that you have power. So we have power. Obviously. The Bible Podcast is one of the most persuasive uh, podcasts in the environmental world. I don't think people realize that, but what we say goes sometimes. I think. Yeah. I, I think that 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 it would go better for Colossal if they went that direction. I agree. If they were if they were thoughtful in that in that manner and if they if they were open and they were transparent and then and then they, they did things in a way that 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 had some 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 uh, some group conversation. They become more minds in the room. I, I, th- I'm, I think it's, I think it would be great. So listen up, I, Colossal. I, I worry. Do you think they're going to do it because they're billionaires? I'm, I'm concerned that when you when you receive a bunch of investment from, you know, a bunch of people and they want a return on their investment that the idea is we need to make a zoo. Uh, we bought a zoo, yeah, and that yeah. and that we just and then literally what we saw in Jurassic Park ha- just happens. See, <laughs> and you know, you know why? It's because the mighty dollar, man. It's the money. It's got to get that money. It's not it, it, in the end. The science might have been pure of heart, but the money sure wasn't. And that's what honest. That's that's what makes that book by Michael Crichton so interesting, so right. fascinating. Because the scientists were like, no, and the money was like, yeah, but we got money to make. You think it's a story about dinosaurs? Yeah, it's not. It's a story about people. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a well great, it's a great book. 
Yeah. yeah. I've never read it. Yeah. I don't read. I just watch movies. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, uh, I, uh, I agree. That's yeah. a good, that's a good uh, summation of that story. Yeah. So anyway, guys, that's it. That's all I was saying is that's the war of the science. Is, and, and that's really good. That's I would it. like to make, this is my follow-up plea to your plea. Okay. In order to limit what Colossal's going to do, mm-hmm. let's try our best to not speed up or add unnecessarily to the list of, of extinct species. Yeah. Let's do our best to try to stop extinction. Stop extinction, right? Like let's 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 keep the let's keep what we got. Let's keep yeah. the species we got, so that we don't have to keep recreating them all the time. Yeah, that's my that's my. I think it's fair. That's what I think we should do. They've even put the dodo bird on the list. Yeah. The dodo bird. They're trying to bring the dodo bird back. They're trying to bring it back. Well, it hasn't been extinct that long. It hasn't been that long, yeah. but we could have dodos of sweet. <laughs> here's the thing that, here's the thing that's so funny though. I want an official biofriendly podcast dodo bird pet the, the, the dodo bird I would probably just go extinct again it would it's a dumb animal <laughs> it's just gonna die again right right exactly that's the, that's the other thing that's funny about this like there's a reason that there's no woolly mammoths yeah there's a reason I, an, an animal that huge in an environment as warm as the one we're in that's getting warmer yeah I, I, a huge ass woolly covered elephant isn't going to do as well as the elephants that currently exist and are living in the heat right yeah. now. Like, it's yeah, not going to do as well. Yeah. There's a, there, there's, there's a reason they, they changed. Yeah. We have it. It's a different... We ha, go. We have them. Yeah. They just look different. They because just they, don't wear adapted, fur coats anymore. They've adapted to, yeah. to what the they environment just, is. They were like, it's way too hot yeah, for these jackets. And we don't need to be that big. Get rid of and them. And we don't need to wear a jacket. Yeah. We can be smaller and yeah. we can, can avoid the jacket. Yeah. Elephants are amazing. Yeah. They are really, really cool animals. They're freaking awesome. It's one of my favorite animals in the world. Okay. Like, so let's, let's enjoy what we have and stop cutting off their tusks. Stop doing that for sure. Let's enjoy what we have. Let's stop doing that. How about that for an idea? But I think they're still going to do the de-extinction. I think it's still going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's still okay. going to happen. I think, I think you're right. I think, I think you're right. I think, I, think, I, think you're right. I, think, I think we could plea all we want. They're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I want to say, guys, be honest and protect species. Well. So both of our pleas be heard. Be both transparent. Please be heard. And also <laughs> stop killing animals. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I think that's, a, that's, the, that's, the, that's the answer. Okay. This has been the Biofriendly Podcast, and uh, hopefully you guys are subscribed. If you're not, you should definitely subscribe, and then you should definitely tell everybody you know about it, and you should write reviews and tell people how much you love the show. You should send this show to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should forward it to him. Go ahead and just send it to him. Just send it to him. If you know him, just send it to him unsolicited. <laughs> send it to his email. It's neil.degrass.tyson <laughs> at, at Hotmail. Y- yeah, Hotmail. I think it's Hotmail. <laughs> He's definitely sure. Hotmail. Yeah, yeah. And, and send it. Who's, who's another very famous? Oh, Bill Nye. Bill Nye. Send it to uh, Bill Nye. Dot, dot the science dot yeah, guy. Th- yeah. Dot at uh, Geocities. Geocities. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, yeah. he's definitely Geocities. Yeah. I think there's a, yeah. And then uh, Earthlink is where you get. Uh, yeah. Who's that one? It's uh, another popular scientist, uh, Mr. Wizard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's alive anymore. <laughs> Mr. Wizard Mr. was a guy Mr. on Nickelodeon. Mr. Dot Wizard at Earthly.net. <laughs> <laughs> so send her shit all these people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But more than science, just send it to send it to Carl. Yeah, you know what? Send it to Sagan. Carl yeah, Sagan. Carl dot Sagan. <laughs> Sagan.com. Grave.com. <laughs> at the afterlife. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, he's right. Send it to Judy. Judy. Seth. Uh, Pearl. Barbara. Manny. David. Edward. Lisbeth. <laughs> and uh, uh, Shikari. Yes. And Tra- Jean. Jean. And Jean. Jean. And Jean. <laughs> Send it to Jean. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
All right, you guys, that's it. We yeah, are- no, share it. Share that's, it. That's the point. Send it to Tell you. your friends about the Biofriendly Podcast. Tell you probably have a lot of friends who are like, I don't care about the environment, I don't give a poop. Or I don't give a poop. A, a poop. And, and who don't and who are often in a vehicle yes. or traveling somewhere and they're like, yeah, I, I don't know if I want to watch this and that Rogan guy anymore. He's, yeah. He's getting boring. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody listens to and, him. And why would you go listen to, you know, B- Jason Bateman and, nah, and, and Smartless? You don't no, need that. I don't need to listen to celebrities. You know, hilarious. We're the celebrities of the listen, science community. You want to listen. To, you want to learn about the environment and laugh. That's right. Simultaneously. That's the plan. Find out a thing or two. So tell mm-hmm. your friends. That that's what you want, and you have no choice. Here's the podcast. Listen. You know what we are? What are we? We are the oxygen masks in the airplane that's going down. That's what we are. We're the oxygen masks. <laughs> so put us on your face first. Put on your face and laugh a little bit before you hit the ground. And then put us on your friend's face. <laughs> put it on your face first. Yeah. yeah. We have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. <laughs> Jacob's brain is constantly rebuilding itself. Um, oh, oh, don't. oh, oh, don't be environmentally gimmicky. This guy's got bubbles. Featuring Todd Watersocks. Uh, what was the last one? Uh, edibles. <laughs> what was it? Cause Take relaxation. The du- Take the Take the W. And, and get, get back to and it. And get back to it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Take the W and get back to it, baby. Yeah. Send it to Gene. <laughs> that's not, that's not a via tag. I was yeah. just being silly. Um, Veronica, do you have anything else? Gene to, Simmons. Gene Simmons. Also be on the shirt. Gene Simmons. Yeah, so you have Gene Simmons, Gene, Hack, uh, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, Gene Simmons, Gene, Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy and Gene Wilder. And Gene Wilder all on the shirt. Four jeans. Four jeans. Okay. Jeans. Veronica, do you have anything to add? Have a lovely time. Mm. I stole your, I stole your, your lacrosse. I'm sorry. <sighs> It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio-Friendly Podcast.